0: to service. How are you doing? I'm so happy they're able to join us this Sunday for service. How have you been? How is your work? How is your family? How are things with you and yours? I trust that all is well with you. Today, I want to speak to you on five two-word phrases you should always use whenever you pray. But there are two words, phrases, but I'm going to put those two words together. That you should always use whenever you pray Sweet Holy Spirit I ask that you teach us your word I thank you because you are an awesome God, you are a wonderful saviour I worship you because of all the good things that you keep doing for us, your love for us is mm, mind blowing Sweet Spirit, teach us your word tattoo it on the fleshy parts of our hearts this night for it never ever to leave. in the name of jesus amen i think i thought on this subject um close to two years ago about two and a half years ago but i want to revisit it surely this period we just uh concluded our faith series because you know growing up we are thought that is in church that prayer is all there is that prayer is the master key that whatsoever you need from god once you pray You will get it. That is true. Whatsoever you need from God, prayer grants you access. Prayer is that request that you make of God so that God will do the things he has promised that he will do for you. But without faith, your prayers won't work. Now we've done a study of of faith, let's start learning how to exercise our faith. One of the ways we exercise our faith is through prayers. Uh, I don't know which Sunday, but one of the Sundays in the month of October. Oh, welcome to a new month, by the way. In this month of October, we will be conducting a healing service. I'm going to give you notice of that so you make sure that you invite everyone, your friends, your family, anyone that is sick, that, or maybe there's something you're trusting God for, get them into that service. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to trust God for healing, deliverance, and breakthroughs on that service. So what am I saying? We've learned about faith. Time to use our faith. Time to deploy our faith. I put something down here I want to read for you. I say, How you start your prayers show who you truly worship. And that is the truth. Always have it at the back of your mind whenever you want to pray. A man that has God in the forefront of his heart, in the forefront of everything he does, no matter the circumstance, no matter the challenge, whenever he goes to God in prayer, there is a way he approaches God. He approaches God knowing for sure that God is the only one that can rescue him. You will notice that whenever he approaches God, there is no anxiety. No anxiety. Paul said, do not be anxious. Be anxious for nothing. Jesus told us, don't worry about what to eat, what to wear and all that. Because God wants us to approach him in prayer calm, knowing that he is the final boss. Knowing that he is the one. That has the solution. So we approach him. Knowing that it ends with God. It all ends here. Immediately I tender my request to my father. It is sure as settled. I go and sleep. If you know what I mean. Because you are sure that it is settled. So how you start your prayers. Actually shows who. You worship shows who has taken possession of your heart. It's you either your problems. So when I listen to people pray, I know if truly that problem has taken hold of your heart. It's either yourself when you go to god and you have all this self grandiosity and you're going oh lord you know that last time i saw a seed of one million i sold a seed of five hundred thousand pounds i gave my house to you i gave my car i did this i did that i checked the list of those that donated for the building fund and notice i'm number one and you are going to god in prayer promoting yourself Listen to me, there's nothing that you do for God or do to God that will make him answer your prayer. You need to understand this. God does not answer your prayers based on what you've done or what you've not done. God answers your prayers based on his promises. Based on the word he has given to you. God can never do something outside what he has promised. God can never do something outside his word. See, we are in the New Testament where your works does not count. The third thing that shows when you start your prayer, who truly you worship, is how you adopt God. How do you speak to him? What is your poise? What is the condition of your heart when you go to him? Are you confident that once you tender this request is as good as done? This is the confidence that we have in him. That whatsoever we pray for, we ask, we know for sure that it is done if we ask in accordance with his will. Glory be to God. So the first thing, the first thing, The first two-word phrase I'm going to talk to you about is, I worship. I worship. This is exactly how Jesus taught his disciples to pray. He told them that when you come in prayers to God, he says, say to God, our Father. Don't come to God as a God. Come to God as a Father. The way you approach a God and the way you approach a Father is not the same. You approach your Father knowing that <laughs> there are no heirs with Him. Knowing that He knows everything about you so there's nothing hidden from Him. You know that He's kind, He's gentle, He's nice. Knowing that He's approachable. That now you are before Him. There's nothing you can get from Him. You approach God knowing that He's your Father. Hallowed be your name. Always come to God, adoring Him. Hallow His name. Lift Him high. Lift Him up. Hallelujah. Always start with your prayers that I worship you, God. I adore you. I praise you. Glory be to God. Oh, I'll lift it to Teach my kids that whenever they want to start praying, they should they should flatter God, they should glorify God, they should call him beautiful names. Oh, and I thought it I taught them some. Now they've come up with theirs. And that is the way we should come to God. He's a king. Kings like praises. As you sing the praises of a king, his heart is malleable. His heart is ready to do for you whatsoever your request is. And this is something we must learn. That when we come to God, we should come to God like that. That we always remind ourselves that we are coming to a king. So we flatter him. I worship you. You know about iPad, iMac, iPhone, iPod. I am introducing to you, I worship (laughs) <laughs> I worship. Do you know it is said that when you worship God earnestly that you have actually prayed well and that is the truth. Do you know you can stop your prayers at worship and go your way knowing that God has heard, knowing that he will answer, knowing that the challenges will disappear. Will disappear. Because God actually knows what you need. Before you ask. So if he knows what you need. Before you ask. And you just come before him. Praising him alone. He is already. Spore on. (laughs) Waiting for you to make your request. So he can do that thing. That you want. The Bible says that the Queen Esther, after praying and fasting, approached the king. And she was so adorned, beautiful, that when she approached the king, the king asked her to come. And she made the request of the king to come for dinner. When the king came for dinner, after eating, he was so full. (laughs) Listen to me. God does not eat food. God does not breathe oxygen. The oxygen and the food of God is worship. When you worship him and worship him, he is so full. Just like the king, Xaxis said to Esther, what can I do for you? Once you worship God honestly, he gets to a point, he's like, ask, make a request. (laughs) And like Esther, you left that place without making a request. Esther said, don't worry, come back again for dinner. The next day, you and Naaman, she didn't make a request. But do you know what God will do? Because He knows your request. He's not man. <laughs> man man look at the external countenance, but God looks at the heart. He already knows what you want. And you just worship Him and leave. He will do far and above what you did ask. But He will do far and above all the thoughts of your heart. He will do far and above your imagination. He will do far and above those prayers of your heart. Because you worshiped Him. Glory be to God. The second two-word phrase is you said. After worshipping, now say, Lord, remind him his word. Remind him of his promises. What are those things he has said already in his word that he will do for you? This is the time that you remind him of those things. If you listen to me earlier on, I said God will never do what he has not said he will do. So this is the time. Instead of asking after worshipping, say, Father, in your word, you said this. Father, you said this. You promised me this. You said no shall want her mate. You said none shall be sick in the, in the household. You said you shall take away sickness and diseases. You said that you were poor. Though you will reach so that through your poverty, I will be rich. Oh, start bringing those promises. You blessed us with spiritual blessings in the heavenlies. You say you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. It does be, be reminding him. Not that he has forgotten. No, 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 no. You are reminding him. You are laying a foundation on which you will stand. Ha! And the Bible says the heavens and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away. Wrestle with God with words in prayers. Don't wrestle your way through life. Don't struggle. Don't stress yourself. Instead of struggling through life, wrestle your way in prayers, with words, and that is how you break through. Oh, a good example is um, Jacob. When he was leaving Laban, his uncle, and was returning to Esau. Uh, as he got to the borders of Canaan, he was so afraid that his brother, who wanted to kill him before he departed, might still be annoyed after 20 years. So he divided his company. He, he sent sheep, cattle, the good ones, his servants ahead of him as a gift to his brother Esau. He got to a point again. <laughs> he sent his family ahead of him. And the Bible says that he stayed back. And when he stayed back in Genesis 32, he said they having conversation with God. That is what prayer is. Prayer is a conversation with God. In verse 28, first let me read verse 9. In verse, in verse 9, the Bible says that Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saith unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal with you well. He said, Father, this is your word to me. You told me to return. Now, at the bank of Canaan, about to meet my brother, I'm afraid. He now said something else again to him in verse 12. He said, Thou sayest, I will surely do the good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea which cannot be numbered for multitude. He's reminding God of his word. He's reminding God of his promises. (laughs) This is the best way. If he had done this at the beginning, he would have labored for 14 years. If he had wrestled in prayer with words with God, he would have wrestled his way through life, struggling, trying to make ends meet. But alas, he has learned his lesson. He started warring with his words. <laughs> Listen to me, it is time you were with God's word, and that's exactly what he did. You know, we've preached a lot from this scripture, and if I ask you, is it Jacob that wrestled with God all night? You say, yes. The Bible says that Jacob wrestled with God all night. Na, 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 na. The Bible says the man wrestled with Jacob. A man came to Jacob and started wrestling with him. So when, oh when I started wrestling with him, what would you do? <laughs> you wrestle back. Jacob did not initiate the wrestling. It was Jesus that initiated the wrestling. Don't ask me why, but that's what the Bible says. Do you want me to read it for you? Verse 24. And the Bible says, And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him. What we've been taught is that Jacob was left alone, and Jacob wrestled with a man. No, the Bible says that the man that wrestled with Jacob. And when this man saw he could not prevail, (laughs) he had to inflict a little injury, you know, in his thigh just to give him an edge over Jacob. So it was Jesus that wrestled with him. But Jacob insisted that he should tell him his name. He insisted that he should bless him. And that is exactly what happened. But why am I showing this to you? Before this, Jacob wrestled with his words. Not just his words. He wrestled with God's words. You said, Father, that when others say there is a casting down, I will say there is a lifting up. The word says that affliction cannot come a second time. So I resist this affliction. I resist this sickness. I resist this challenge. Be gone in the name of Jesus. It cannot come a second time. Oh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20, <laughs> That his promises are yea and amen. I like the NLT version of that. Just for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding amen. Yes! And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. You know what amen means? It is done once you come with the promises of god for all of god's promises has been fulfilled it means has been done all of god's promises <laughs> hallelujah oh with the resounding yes so why should that should you come with your words just come with god's words that is settled forever the next two word phrase is I know. First, you started with I worship. You said, now it's I know. What is I know? It simply means a statement of faith. I've worshipped you, Lord, because I know that no one else can do this but you. You have said in your word you would do it. I am confident that you would do it because you said you would do it in your word. I know is a statement of faith it is so important that you let god know that his words will come true for you this is the confidence that we have in him that whatsoever we ask in accordance with his will is settled forever in heaven oh Mashaka listen to me this is a statement of faith, and there is no pride in faith. It is faith in God's nature of love. He loves me because of His love. I know He will do this. He's faithful, He's consistent. He can't say one thing and, and go back on His word. His grace is multiplied unto me, His mercy is abundant to me. His loving kindness is, oh, malay shataya. Oh, his character. His character, his character is impeccable. He can't go back on his word. His one. our time is not God's time. His time is the best. He's never late and he's never too early. Oh, his time is the best. So saying I know is that you also trust in God's timing. I know based on the past miracles that he has done for you. I know this will happen. Because in the past, I was in in this problem. I had this challenge. But you came true for me, Lord. I know this one will still be a a, a for God issue. I'm going to testify based on this challenge. Because I know you will come true for me. So saying I know reaffirms his power... Not just his power and his might, he reaffirms his willingness to do it for you. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 3 verse 17, if we were thrown into the blazing furnace, that's the three Hebrew children, the God whom we serve is able to rescue us. He's able to save us. And they continued and they said, he Will rescue us. So saying, I know it's not just confidence in the power of God, it is knowing, assured that He will. God is able and God is willing. Never forget that. He's able and He is willing. The fourth one. Is Jesus' name. <laughs> Masha Kalabosa. Listen, don't end your prayer praying t- for the sake of Jesus your son. Don't end your prayer saying through the name of Jesus. No, no, no. End your prayer in Jesus' name. <laughs> the name of the Trinity is the name of Jesus. When you end your prayer with that name, you have signed <laughs> Jesus' end On that check, listen to me. When you have a co or joint account with your spouse, (laughs) it is both must sign. That is the signature mandate. That means you pen your signature, and your partner pens his or her signature. Two so signatures is required for the bank to make that payment. The Bible says that we are made joint as with Christ. Why? We are the bride of Christ. Jesus is our groom, is our husband. So when we ask based on the wealth and the inheritance of Christ, we ask Present with our own signature. But we need to add Jesus' signature here on earth. That is why you must end your prayer in the name of Jesus. Immediately end it with the name of Jesus. Jesus' signature comes on that demand deposit. On that demand instrument rather. And payment must be released by the bank. That devil must release whatever He is holding when you end that prayer in the name of Jesus. Jesus speaking to his disciples in John chapter 16 from verse 23 to 24. He told them in that day you will have you ask me nothing. He said, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. In chapter 14, verse 13, he said, Whatsoever you ask in my name, that's I will do that the Father might be glorified in the Son. He says, if you shall ask anything in my name, I, Jesus, will do it. Glory be to God. (laughs) Why do we ask in his name? Because the promise was given to him says in Galatians chapter 3 verse 16 to verse 18 now to Abraham and his seed where the promises made he said not unto seeds as of many but as one seed and who is that seed he says unto thy seed which is christ and when you go to verse 29 he says and if he be Christ then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs According to the promise, haha, <laughs> Maroko Shataya, just give him praise wherever you are. <laughs> you are Abraham's seed. Not only are you Abraham's seed, you are heirs according to the promise. Do you know what I mean? You are the one that this inheritance has been bequeathed to. Le cross what inheritance? Everything that is of God here on earth, not only here on earth. Even in the heavenlies. Because He has blessed you. uh, With blessings. In the heavens. Just give Him praise wherever you are. Don't know what it is. That you are trusting God for. This is the time. To open your mouth in prayer. uh, And command those things to come to you. uh, And command those things to be released to you. uh. Say. And in the name of Jesus, whatever it is, say, let go, Satan, release to me my promotion, release to me my breakthrough, release to me healing, which Jesus paid the price for. Whatever it is, release to me my peace. No longer will I lie and toss around in bed without sleeping. I command sleep to come to me this night. Whatever it is, claim it in the name of Jesus, it is yours, collect it. Is yours. Oh, Father, I thank you for your word. I give you praise. I pray for everyone in this meeting. Let your hand come upon them. Let this revelation be tattooed on the fleshy parts of your hearts, never to leave. As they put these four to phrase words into operation, their prayer life changes for the good. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I if you have an offering this is the time to give it to her say lord i come before you with my offerings with my fights i bless it father and i give it from a heart of love to you and i ask that your blessings reside upon me reside on the work of my hands reside on my family and my children reside on my career and my business in the name of jesus oh man. don't miss tuesday bible suffering our expose on efficiency is getting hotter we're about to enter another leg in that chapter three don't miss it for anything keep it there with us and on wednesday we pray for a prayer meeting god bless you go succeed go prosper for god is with you amen Bye bye <laughs>